0: The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content.
1: My name is Roscoe Cobble I enjoy long walks on the beach, spending time with my daughter Gracie, and murdering people.
2: My name is Colbert Darkseed. I'm a half-worth cleric of Hyaya and I'm the keeper of the secret ingredient.
3: This is Melvin Hardmeat, and you can reach the Turd Dimension through my butthole.
0: Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team,
3: man. Like, why would they draw us in through trickery? People don't usually cast spells on me to serve me cake or something. right?
0: The thing that pushes its way out is indescribable. It is a mass of grasping, barbed tentacles and teeth and fangs and
3: horrifying purple and pink flesh. Hot. Thought you said it was <laughs> indescribable. He did squeal when you shot that, um, that arrow at him the first time. Mm-hmm. But that could have been a squeal of delight, who knows? <laughs> 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 Maybe Blorf is into it. <laughs> You're gonna banish me to the dimension? No,
4: no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you safe. <laughs>
0: Melvin, with a faint popping noise immediately behind you, Glorfree appears.
2: Uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Kind of broke my own concentration on that one, didn't I? <laughs> oh, God. Oh no!
0: (laughs) Roscoe and Melvin, you both have gotten poisoned
1: or diseased or something, but you can't quite tell what it is yet. I was gonna skin it and have a whip made out of its tentacles, but it dissolved like a bitch. You have heard stories of these eldritch
0: terrors, these things beyond the border of the universe
3: first month free if you clean it up. (laughs) Viggo the Carpathian lived here. (laughs) You'd probably, I think, need to give away like a full year worth of rent to get somebody to clean this up.
2: I'd be okay with biting these two down.
3: I mean, we might as well burn the whole damn town. There's nobody here.
2: We have a town.
3: Amazingly as interesting that sounds, I guess. Uh, What are we going to do with the town? uh, We couldn't even um, figure out what to do with the stupid wizard tower. We can go
2: all (laughs) Jim Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> we can go uh yeah jim Jim Jones, move everyone, our acolytes down here and make a home a new a little homestead. I think oh, about like getting cult yeah, I think about getting into the culting business, where's the well spreading the uh oh, we could look around this town here,
0: it's on the east side of the square there, or a circle,
1: poisoning it
2: you poisoning it
1: shutting into the well, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <Okay>. Why?
3: <laughs>
0: there's, there's nobody here to be poisoned. <laughs>
1: nobody will ever be here to be poisoned. Okay. Or will be poisoned. That's just We don't have the just mean man. the
2: infrastructure or the knowledge to run a town, so I guess not. Not yet.
1: I'm gonna whistle for Lenny the dick. I think we should go back to Anna. Yeah. Immaculate. Woo! Let's ride. Go, Mr. Pickles.
0: All right, so you guys have gotten some wealth. You have determined the status of this town, and you ride on back to Andon. A few days later, you are riding through the mountain pass that you had taken to get here, and I would imagine that this is sort of a depressing ride. Um, you've got a town full of people that are just, you know, ceasing to exist, etc., and uh, no real good and happy resolution, because, it, this is a podcast, not Hollywood, and I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> um, and uh, Roscoe and uh, Melvin, I'm going to have each of you make a wisdom saving throw. Roscoe with a three and Melvin with a 12. Roscoe, you succumb to it first. What I'm going to have you do is pull out your dagger
3: and make an attack roll against yourself. And I'm so lucky, I'm going to reroll that... Uh... That wisdom saving throw. A 28 is a critical hit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You will be doing a critical hit worth of damage against
0: yourself. Bitch. Roscoe, you take 16 damage as you wildly pull out one of your dragon uh, dragon tooth daggers and uh, stab yourself in the gut. Um, As you do this, you realize what you're doing and realize the damage you've done to yourself then that this is utter madness um, but not until after you have stabbed yourself sucks uh melvin you also um having rolled a 12 used a luck point and then rolled another 12
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. i don't understand what's wrong with i need a new computer <laughs> <laughs> can I um,
0: can I use another luck point? Oh, sure, yeah. You get a total of three between long rests, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Hey, critically succeeded on a 25. Um, you feel the strong urge to pull out your longsword and, uh, and damage <laughs> yourself, uh, but you don't. Now, Kolvik, you see... Go with my first We'll question. say with the luck points and everything <laughs> and the, the sort of staggered success that yeah, Melvin you know, had there, you so got that... your sword out, um, and you were like, holding it point first towards, like, your your stomach or whatever, and then you snap out of it. Kolvik, you are looking at these dudes riding ahead of you. You see Roscoe actually stab himself, and you see Roscoe getting ready to before he pops back into not stabbing himself. And uh,
3: there you guys are on the trail. What do you want, what do you want to do about that whole thing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was I doing
2: in? Oh, stabbing myself. <laughs> I'm going to have immaculate... Right ahead, and I'm going to go ahead and tackle Roscoe off of his horse and kind of put him on the ground because I'm actually worried about what he's going to be doing next.
0: Yeah, yeah, suicidal tendencies. Mm -hmm. All I wanted was a Pepsi. And uh, so you tackle him. You've got him on the ground.
2: Are you okay?
0: What's going on?
1: I just stabbed myself in the belly. (laughs) I don't know why. Okay. (laughs) So <laughs> I it felt like I really wanted to do it. <laughs> Go with my first and then, question. For, I didn't know why I was doing. It.
3: Do you feel like yeah, you're going to want to do it again?
1: So, right at the moment.
3: All <laughs> right, at the moment. So I'm looking around. Do I see anything oddly ordinary? Are there any things where things could, any places where things could be hiding? Nope.
0: No, this. Uh, well, you know, let's do this. Let's have you make. Uh, you and Roscoe both make perception rolls. Roscoe's got a 13 and Melvin's got a 14. And I'm going to say that that is enough for you to know that this came from within you.
3: This is not an externally acting force. Hmm. And it was just us two? Colvic, you didn't feel anything?
2: No. But I also didn't get hit last battle.
1: That's right. What do we do? Um, cut off my arm. Don't hurt <laughs> <laughs> I <did>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This isn't the fucking Walking Dead, man. It's...
1: Like, I'm going to have Melvin inspect me. I'm stripping butt-ass naked. Just right. out there in the middle of
0: the snow and the whatnot. Can you see anything where that thing hit me or anything? Um, Melvin, are you going to inspect his butt-ass nakedness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to have you make two rolls, in fact. I'm going to have you make a medicine roll and an arcana roll. Kolvik, you also have the opportunity to do the same if you would like. I'm going to try my
3: medicine roll first.
0: You notice that the places where he was wounded, I mean, you guys kind of taped up the wounds and um, you carry bandages and what have you with you, but you can see that there are um, inky black veins coming from, like, creeping outside of these bandages. They're not, like, itchy, they're not painful, they're not anything else, but, like, there's something there. Uh, I roll a 26 on our arcana. All right, so Kovac, you've got a twenty-five on medicine and a four on Arcana, so you basically can pick up the same thing. You can see that there's like these sort of like creeping tendrils coming out from under the bandages, and uh, you, I'm going to say with a twenty-five, are also perceptive and medicine to, enough to notice that these are coming out of the wounds and bandages that Melvin has as well.
2: Could I do a dispel magic on this guy? Try an attempt to do some of my spells here. And... We
0: can do that in just a moment after we resolve the 26 that um, that Melvin got on his Arcana roll, which is enough to tell you very distinctly, you don't really know exactly what's going on here, but you can definitely tell that this is from those... This, this is what happened to you when you failed your constitution save back in town.
3: You are, in fact, diseased from these things. Do I have any sense of if I'm going to keep having the desire to stab myself
0: you feel pretty certain that that's going to happen at least every once in a while so Kovic
3: you have some other spells that you could cast on us right
2: um I do said I have that dispel magic which would probably be my first choice what else you got um whole person
0: <laughs> if and I look like I'm going to stab myself cast whole person <laughs> on me what about <laughs>
2: prayer of healing
0: don't look at me, man.
2: I mean that all that all that's going to do is regain your hit points. That's not going to solve the underlining problem.
3: Um maybe I'm looking at lesser restoration?
2: Um, I do not have I mean I have that in my spell, but I would have to switch it to being prepared. Can I do that in this amount of time?
0: You can do that over a long rest, I believe. Yeah, it would
2: have to be a long rest, eight hours. Gotcha. Because I don't have it readily available right now. Well. I mean, like I said, let me, I'm gonna...
1: What does your dong Nicholas do? The cash does bling of healing?
2: It just, uh, increases. Amplifies. amplifies, yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna do, um, Dispel Magic on Roscoe, since he already stabbed himself. And then on a successful check, I believe a spell. Any spell of third level or lower on a target ends.
0: You cast Dispel Magic? It does nothing.
2: It does nothing? All right. Well, we can sit at this spot for eight hours while I try to get lesser restoration unless we have another idea.
3: I have no other idea. If it's not magical, my only other thought is that it must be some kind of disease that hopefully that will fix. Mm -hmm. But for now, you should probably take away all of our weapons. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: uh, you should probably tie us up. How do you feel about that? I'm agreeable to it. All right. We will go ahead and put all the weapons into the bag of holding. I'll go ahead and hold on to that and we'll tie you with rope and put you on your horse, Mr. Peanut. Um, you should also... Lenny the dick. You should also uh,
3: stuff something in my mouth so I can't say any spells or anything too. (laughs) Something. (laughs) something
0: you can leave in there for eight hours
2: (laughs) okay Do you have any suggestions since it's your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any,
3: an extra pair of clean pants or anything with you? I have a belt made of dragon anus. (laughs) 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 Yes. Bite bite down on this. (laughs) I suppose I'm not likely to damage the belt at all. It is the toughest belt ever made. Uh, as gonna... great as that
2: sounds, um, I'm going to have to go with my first question. For... <laughs> yeah, I should have some extra pants that I'm not using around. We'll All go right. ahead and put those around and tie it tight. Yep. Mm-hmm. All and...
0: right. So you've got you've got Melvin and Roscoe. You're gonna, so you're going to tie them up and put them on their horses?
2: Actually, no. Nope. We're just going to camp out here. There's no reason of traveling anymore to any danger. I'm going to lower your mouth. What do you think about staying here or leaving? (laughs) Untied your mouth with my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Are we on the side of a mountain or something? Are we on a mountain pass? You're like in a mountain
0: pass. Uh, Basically right now there's just like trees on either side of you sloping
3: slightly upward and a path in the middle. Uh, I mean, here's as good as any. As long as we have the room, the horses can rest comfortably. I'd say we, we camp out here if we can. Okay. Put that thing back on my mouth, please. Pants around your mouth.
0: Several hours go by, and you guys are just hanging out up in this mountain pass area. You've got Roscoe and you've got Melvin. They are tied up. Melvin is gagged with a pair of pants. (laughs) Um, Let's say you guys lit a little campfire, and, and you're just hanging out by that campfire. In the midst of, like, early dusk, Colvick, you feel a tug, the bracelet that you're wearing, kind of gives a little bit of a tug again. It becomes increasingly more insistent and that tug is drawing you towards the woods.
3: What would you like to do? Mm. Keep in mind I'm awake and I'm looking at
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> Pants in your mouth. Um, Man, I can see that best interest, I'm going to go ahead and try to resist this tug.
0: You're going to resist the tug. All right. So you guys (laughs) hang out. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was going to get a giggity out of there at some point. (laughs) All right. Then uh, you guys are hanging out there by the fireside.
2: Before, I mean, can I have time to do a little divination? So I can go ahead and... um, Get in contact with the god or god servant, and I can ask a single question.
0: Ooh. Go ahead and do your divination.
2: All right, we will do that right there. And, um.
0: Divination, we... <laughs> a fourth level ritual. How do I get out grass stains in my pants?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dear how to get teeth marks out of denim? <laughs> Uh, Your magic and an offering put you in contact with a god or god's servants. You ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. The DM offers a truthful reply. The reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. The spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. If you cast this spell two or more times before finishing your next long rest, there is a cumulative 25% chance for each casting. After the DM, then you get a random reading, blah, blah, blah. So, you can now cast, and this is a ritual, by the way, so you don't have to burn a spell slot for it. Ask your goddess a specific single question concerning a goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days.
2: Hmm. I was going to ask... Just, just, what's up? What's up? That's it? Yeah. Hey, girl. How you doing? How you doing? (laughs) No, um... Knowing... It's trying to... It's a huge struggle between going between a god and helping out the people I'm with right now. And so I'm just trying to get the balance of both worlds and ask, did... uh, Could you help me right now with this disease problem? Interesting. Because there's no point in going if it's not helping me right now.
3: Hmm. Now the DM carefully thinks about what this is going to do to his storyline. Well, so the funny part
0: about divination and things like it is it's usually like the Faustian deal of like... Like, the first thought that popped into my head is like, can you help me with this disease that my friends have? And the answer is just yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly, it's just a question yeah. You just no, asked the right. I mean,
0: question uh... I don't want to go that far with being mm-hmm. a dick though You could um, But I'm trying to think of what my alternatives are here So give me just a second to think about this
3: Oh, What's going to happen? Will Colvix God reject his plea? You'll never believe what happens next
0: <laughs> I'm not going to fucking Dragon Ball Z <laughs> you guys <laughs> I've never actually watched that show, but apparently that's the thing, is every episode ends
3: with, find out next time! (laughs) Oh, have you seen... Oh, what the fuck is it? It's like some kind of, like, Speed Racer cartoon or something. We were flipping channels the other day, and it was the most bizarre fucking thing. It was, like, this guy in a car attacking some kind of pillow monster or something like that. It was meant for, like, really young children. But every, like, 30 seconds, the screen would pause and it'd be like, should fucking speed racer like rev up his car and you know tickle the monster did you know or something or should he do this this or that or the other thing and this decision would be up on the screen for like 15 seconds weird and then it would the just carry on and he would do neither one of those things and then 15 seconds later like another decision would pop up like should you do this 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 or that or this thing teach and the, kid's disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was weird because he never like, did any any one of the decisions so it was really strange to even offer it up and then, I don't know. Well, I mean, what was going to happen anyway? Like, the TV's not going to be like, thanks, Billy
0: from Georgia. We're going to go with option A. Like You got your vote in first. <laughs> I heard your thoughts. <laughs> 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 Creepy fucking television. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Step into the light. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poltergeist, the kid on the TV. <laughs> All right. Here's how this is going to play out. Kolvik, your, um, your primary ability is charisma, right? Or is it wisdom?
2: Um, it is wisdom.
0: So what I'm going to have you do here is I'm going to have you make three successive wisdom rolls. So roll a d20 and add your wisdom modifier to it.
2: Can't see what's here. Okay.
3: Solid. Fourteen. Fourteen. Not solid. Eight.
0: <laughs> Less solid. Critical failure on the four. <laughs> Yikes.
2: All uh, right. That was your best stat.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, look at the other side, though. If I got adva- uh, advantage, twenty-two, twenty-one, and eighteen.
0: That's <laughs> true. It could have been way better. All right. So let's see here, the way this is now gonna go because you got basically one success and two failures. Um, I am gonna have you roll, not roll. You feel within you a mild glowing power and you can tell that you have have the ability to cure one of your two companions. However, It comes with the dark and terrible knowledge that you're curing it not with a spell that you have, but with direct power from Haya. Specifically, more what that means is that under normal circumstances, none of your spells would have the power to cure this. So now you are faced with the terrible choice. Uh Which of your two companions do you heal?
3: (laughs) 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 Oh, that's... Well, who do you like? Who do you, who do you love better?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which of your children?
2: Okay, I need both of you to state your case, Roscoe. <laughs> 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 well, seeing how Melvin can't talk, could can be kind of one-sided. I'm not stating the case. The choice is yours. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, well, seeing how in the long run, depending how bad this can get, I think. Melvin might be able to hurt a lot more. So I'm gonna go ahead and um chest tire and heal Melvin or possibly ask if I can heal Melvin. Okay.
0: You walk over and you put your hands on uh on Melvin's um shoulders and Melvin, I'm gonna have you make a constitution saving throw.
2: You <sighs> didn't tell me those dice roll.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I understand the concern. Hey, look at that, you
0: succeeded. All right. With an 18, as you feel, it is it is like a searing, coursing pain throughout your body as you feel yourself being purged of this terrible disease. And after a few minutes of anime-like screaming and rotating camera work and all the rest of it, lots of sweating, te- you know, sweat drops flying way off of you in the snow. Thou art saved. Thou art healed, and you managed to, with that eighteen constitution save, stay conscious through the whole process. Lucky you. Nice. Thank you, Kolvik. And as that happens, the bracelet of the grimacing man around your uh, around your uh, wrist pulls towards you and into the woods so hard you actually like lightly punch yourself in the face.
3: <laughs> <laughs> did I did I know that Kolvik uh, was healing me through his god? at all? Did I notice that he was doing his divination or anything like that? I don't think so.
0: I think he just came over and put his hands on you and started hurting you real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he just he just came over and like, wrecked your shit. But, once the process is done you feel an immense relief and you know that you are healed.
3: Alright, so I'm like, uh... Oh, great. Go ahead and um heal up Roscoe.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna <laughs> tell you now I gotta go somewhere real quick. Trust me on this. Uh, I can't do it. Where, where are you going? Going to the woods. And I gotta pee. Can you hold it for like... <laughs> one minute? <laughs> okay, I'll try to explain the best of my ability of what just happened with... Um, I had a faint... Uh, a faint tug from, I believe, I to go into the woods. We we didn't do it. And we went and had saved you... And so now I got to go see what this is about. I just punched myself in the face. Okay. <laughs>
3: um, all right. I'll watch Roscoe. Go do what you got to do. Are you...
2: I'm,
0: I'm just going to assume that you walk, take the
3: pants off of...
2: Yep.
0: Your pants off of Melvin mm-hmm. and, uh, untie and... Untie him and
2: leave him got his pants and clothes and everything else. All right.
0: So, Melvin, you stand there by the fire... Roscoe, you got to watch this whole thing transpire from the other side of the fire pit.
2: <laughs> Just quiet as could be. Mother.
0: <laughs> so you, you step into the trees, Kolvik, and you start pushing your way and you can feel this bracelet is, is tugging you further and further into the woods. You are eventually trudging through, like, waist-deep snow, and it's very still and very silent in these, uh, these tall, ancient pine trees on the side of this mountain in this pass. And the pull from this bracelet is actually strong enough now. It's, it, like, lifts your hand up. Uh, and you've just kind of been following behind this thing. You're, well, just the one hand. Um, your arm extends outward from you, and then suddenly it stops. And you realize you are standing in front of a large, dense shrub. It is full of dense, dark, green leaves that are all tiny and kind of pointy. And then you notice that there are tiny little clusters of berries. And your hand is directly underneath one of them. The bracelet kind of tugs you forward again, and uh, it like vibrates for a second. You hear a lilting giggle in the air around you. And then from apparently right behind you, you hear a sweet, sing-songy voice whisper in your ear, and it says, Go on. Try one. (laughs) Uh, I will try one. You pluck a berry from the tree, or from this bush, rather. Shrub. What the fuck ever.
3: Shrubbery.
0: And you pop it in your mouth, and it's a very unique and distinct flavor. It's unlike anything you've ever tasted before and you realize in a moment that this would be the perfect complementary flavor to your shakes
4: (gasps) shake ingredients
0: do i know what this berry is you've never seen it before in your entire life okay
2: i will take off this shrub and put it in my bag all excited like forgetting that my friends are getting diseased and (laughs) stabbing themselves (laughs) but still be excited and then um Look around and see. Is there a lot around here? There's a fair amount. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there any way I can? Well, I know where we are, so I can mark this area if need mm-hmm. be.
0: Yeah, you can uh, mentally take note of it and mark it on a map, I guess. Okay. I whisper. If I turn around, is Hiaya still there? Uh, she, like, you turn around and you, you look, and there's nobody there. Uh, you look to the ground. There's no footprints.
2: Alright, well, I will. There, there leave, was never leave, anybody
1: actually there.
2: Whisper into my wrist. Thank you, I
1: She was carrying you the whole time. Hi, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, listeners. Thanks for continuing this little journey with us. I can't say thank you enough to all of you for everything you've done for us. Some of you started with us from the beginning and some joined along the way. Some of you tweet or post about us on other social media, or you've even shared us with your friends. Some even donate to help cover the costs of production and distribution. I'm very grateful to all of you for anything and everything you've done for this podcast. And I hope that what you get in return is entertaining or endearing or funny or meaningful or whatever. Even if it's just the occasional giggle at a fart joke, it makes us feel like what we're doing is worth doing. So thank you. I'll put in a quick plug here for our website, the thevgat.com. T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. That has links to all of our social media, the Reddit page, places to donate, even a contact form if you're interested in reaching out to us. And nothing else special to add at the moment, just letting all of you know how overjoyed I get whenever I think about all the love and support we've seen from all of you. Let's get back into it.
2: Okay, well, um, I walk back in to camp, and um, I show them these berries that I found. I said, look at these. I have found me some berries for my shake. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> They're delicious. And then I'm going to go ahead and give Melvin one and put one in Roscoe's mouth.
0: Just. Here,
3: eat this berry. <laughs> eat this. Eat this berry, you diseased fuck. And,
1: and try not to choke on it while you're trying to kill yourself. Well, that's pretty good. Do you think you could make it into a shake for us? I think I can do it. Yeah, I would,
0: I would say that you have shake ingredients with you pretty much everywhere. You've been looking for
3: this as a solution for a cool. very long time. So we get mm-hmm. to see you make a shake? Yeah. Do we I get say. to see all the ingredients that go into it? Yes. Today's the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if want to I don't know if I want to see all the, how this how this is made. Is that why you went out to the woods?
2: <laughs> to get the ingredients so yeah, so um, I grab out the special shake blender that I have hand cranking of course mm-hmm. and then add the berries in add the the leaves and the herbs in, and finally, I kind of go into my backpack and start making movements <laughs> and I whip out a jar. And it has some honey ants in it. And then honey ants for protein. Oh.
1: Perfect. Are they like the color of honey and translucent. They are. Delicious looking. Mm, they are. Golden, golden honey ants.
2: I haven't made a vegan version. Sucks to suck, I guess. And so I'm going to go ahead and put these <laughs> in the blender and just squirrel it all about. And I'm just going to go ahead and. Uh... Don't really, do we have we should have cups, right? Uh, no, I mean,
0: I don't think that you would bring cups with you, but maybe <laughs> you did. Think, just, I don't think just we did on the blender, yeah. Just take this straight I'm gonna from the blender. take bottom. a sip, it's perfect. Right, uh, so, while you're
1: doing that, I want you to make one more wisdom roll.
4: Uh, hmm.
1: Since you said the vegan thing, that thought had never occurred to me before that bees make honey, so looking like vegans eat honey, Mm-mm. no, mm No? I was supposed to huh. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, it depends on how strict you're trying to be about it. But I mean, technically, like, a lot of people call themselves vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you go back to, like, the 60s and shit, vegetarian then was what we call vegan now hmm. for a lot of people. So oh. it's only been over the years that, like, like if you were a vegetarian back then, a lot of them wouldn't, like, wear leather even and shit like that. Any so. animal byproduct. Yeah. And they got lazy asses like me that uh, are like, nah, well, I'm vegetarian, but sure, I'll eat fish, eggs, cheese, and wear leather. <laughs> <laughs> they used to have a roommate who was a, a freegan. Freegan vegans. Yeah. And it was like, he would eat anything as long as it was free. Because he just, he just didn't want to commercially support it. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. dude, you ate it and now that's like consumed. And you create a demand, basically, for somebody else that would have eaten it. So, like, you still contributed. He's like, well, I don't know how no, that works. It's like, I'm
2: pretty sure you don't know how that works. I mean, you got to understand, I just sell meth, okay? I don't use meth. Yeah, right? Uh, I don't create the demand. Yeah, People just... I, just... <laughs> I only smoke free meth, okay? Yeah. I'm not an addict,
3: all right? That's okay? the same. I don't buy meth. God, what kind of a loser buys meth?
2: My God. <laughs> All right, well, I I hand around this blender and (laughs) I pour some Roscoe into his mouth.
1: Mm Mmm. Mmm. That is good. All right. What I had
0: you secretly roll for in the background, and I am going to say that uh, you had advantage on this roll because of your, the moment of sharing and caring where you finally revealed the thing that you literally at one point called more important than your life. You shared your shake recipe. With these two companions of many months and years at this point. And with a 16 on the wisdom roll, you can feel as you're turning the hand crank on that oh-so-powerful blender, (laughs) grinding up the first ever of all these perfect shakes that you're going to roll out, you can feel there's a little something extra going on there. And as goddamn entertaining as I wanted it to be to have Roscoe try and stab himself every couple of
4: days.
0: (laughs) As you pour the shake into his mouth, the healing energy of Haya flows through your blender. And he is cured (laughs) as well. Whoa! That really does wreck it for me because I really wanted to make him stab himself every couple of days. (laughs) Well, here I go again. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't deny the power of your faith and your honesty in sharing your shake ingredients and recipe with your friends
2: well that is fantastic so is
3: this a um is this a permanent thing a permanent property of the shakes like will yeah, they yeah that's uh will they cure disease do we think from now on or was this like a one-time effect from Hyaya? I'm gonna say that I will
0: mechanically or uh, i will work out some kind of a mechanic where these potions will have a healing property of some kind mm-hmm However, the idea of them curing, especially curing to this level, is probably not something that's going to happen every time. Um, I will say that we'll... well, Here's what we'll do, is we'll figure out something outside a game where, like, if you pray well, if you pray hard enough <laughs> while making a, uh, uh, a shake, mm-hmm. it can have maybe some <laughs> additional properties depending on the scenario you're in. We'll keep that in mind as a thing do for do the like future.
2: Do like wisdom? So I'm hard part of us, sword.
4: go, 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 pray <laughs> hard enough.
1: Fucking <laughs> 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 double fisting it and everything. I mean. Doesn't he say he has two penises? <laughs> what? I don't remember that happening. I thought arcs have two dicks. <laughs>
0: That might be somebody else's mythology there, but
3: uh, <laughs> we that, that should be in one of the little template things you put on Twitter.
4: Yeah.
3: Like. <laughs> <laughs> orcs have two dicks. He's only a half orc, though.
1: <laughs> Wait, did they have two smaller ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So does that mean he has two half-sized decks, <laughs> or just one <laughs> normal size?
0: <laughs> like a three-quarter and, and a quarter?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> not even. Get the little one.
4: <laughs> hey, little guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh those.
2: Well that's better than my other thought I was thinking maybe we just had to kill him And bring him back to life (laughs) 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 What if we kill him (laughs) We'll
0: kill him Drain all of his blood out all right, then here's what we're going
3: to do. <laughs> <like Zeta>. Be <laughs> still while we <and> kill you. <laughs> but we're, we'll bring you right back. Don't I wait, swear un- we're un- going <laughs> to bring you back. I've done this before. <laughs> unless we find more berries in the woods or something. Mm-hmm. Him... Well, <laughs> Hear me
2: out. It's so simple. <laughs> we would have 10 days to bring him back to life. <laughs> wow, really? That last 10 days? Um, for raised dead, yep. You provide... Um, Provide that it had the creature has been dead for no longer than ten days. If the creature's soul is both willing and at liberty to join the body, the creature returns back to life. Hmm. Ten days, pretty rotten yeah. after
1: ten days. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's we isn't... could
3: we could throw somebody into the um, portable hole. The portable the smuggle hole. Them. <laughs> smuggle them and then bring them back to life. Really? Yeah. Five
2: hundred GP. We should test it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still tied up, so. Dispel <laughs> <laughs> ultra-neutralizes any poison and cures non-magical diseases oh. that affected the creature at the time it died. So, that...
0: so you literally could have used that for mm-hmm. this purpose. This there disease was non-magical? It was non-magical, that is correct. That's why the Dispel magic didn't work. Oh, sure. Interesting. Well, one more thing to keep in mind. This is the weird shit, man, is like, I, I fully intend, mm-hmm. so my intention specifically for this campaign is to get all the way to level 20, but man, you guys are just kind of keep getting shit where it's like, fuck, I didn't fucking plan for that.
3: <laughs> Divination, oh, man, what the fuck?
0: Div- Divination I was kind of aware of, but like, I mean, there's like, it just gets crazier and crazier, and it's not like I can fucking memorize everything that you guys can go, through. there's hundreds of spells.
3: Yeah. Well, I haven't even, I forgot sometimes I forget that I have one number one the lucky feet, which has been invaluable mm-hmm um and I haven't really used the bracer nope um at all yet. I should have done that when you screwed up and cast the wrong concentration spell. Yeah. I should have went back six seconds and yelled at you, don't screw up. Don't
0: screw up. Don't screw up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's always super effective. (laughs) Hey, don't screw up. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do? I'm from the future. Don't screw up.
0: You arrive back in town after your long journey to Conriston, and... Make your way to Aegis's house. Knock on the door. The butler answers, leads you in, and Aegis takes you up to the study, Uh, his like you know businessy area. I'm imagining him having like a very sturdy, nice oak desk. Everything's in like dark leathers and maroons and deeper colors and shit. We walk in and he's sealing a letter with a ring. Yeah, oh oh, fuck yeah, yeah, he is. That's probably somebody's death order or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's got a really sinister overtone. I'm not sure if that was what I originally intended for him, but it's taken that on. Anyway, so you arrive in this big fire-lit study. It is, uh, you know, wintertime, very chilly outside, but it's roaring and warm in here.
3: You know what he kind of reminds me of? um, That dude from uh, Game of Thrones, the flayed man. Oh, yeah. Not the kid, but the old man. Yeah. Hmm. Well. I can't Bolton. remember. Yeah, Lord Roos Bolton. Roos Bolton. He reminds me of, in my mind or something, I imagine him as like a, an old man who's ready to flay your skin at any given moment. I Apparently... haven't watched
0: that show in a very long time. I should maybe pick it up, uh, pick it up again.
2: Apparently I have like no sense of character because i always pictured him like mr fish Odor who just kind of arrived places hello do you need a quest and so as <laughs> totally like bumbling idiot yeah Mr. <laughs> <so, Bester> Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> so he walked it all like dark and dreary i'm like oh nice place you got here a little dafty but all right
0: no he's definitely got more of a he aegis is a very uh powerful figure very charismatic and very intelligent person so uh Mr. Fish Odor would not be a great comparison.
2: No.
3: Whatever. You can imagine him however you want. That's this is, true. This is DD. This is DD. <laughs> but Whatever. he's not though. Whatever
2: works for.
0: Yeah, uh, no, you seriously? can imagine
2: him that, but he's not.
3: so Whatever works for you, man, if you uh
0: You to imagine him as Krusty the Clown?
4: I've got a
2: quest for you guys. No, not after we've killed those other clowns. I don't like clowns. <laughs>
0: Aegis really runs the clown union in this town.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow.
0: I think Aegis runs just about everything, but the clowns, I don't know about that. (laughs) Anywho, there you are hanging out in his study. The fire is roaring, lots of books and stuff all around you. And uh, he comes around the desk and greets each of you, and then you guys take a seat, some nice big high-backed chairs, a beverage or two is passed around, and... He says,
1: well, what did you find? Monsters. Monsters? Why the hell did you send us there? Monsters? What are you talking about? Horrifying monsters. They can't be described with tentacles, and they were scary and gross. And what they... do you mean they can't be described? You just described them. <laughs> <laughs> and they ate everybody. Sorry, I couldn't resist. They ate everybody. Literally fucking everybody. Wait. What do you mean? I mean them fucking monsters. Everybody. And everything. The whole town. Yeah. It's just gone.
4: Yeah.
0: He has a shocked expression on his face, and there's a long period of silence as he stares into the fire, and it's the first time that you guys can remember seeing Aegis Gringold dumbstruck by something that has been said or occurred around him. The silence just keeps dragging on, and finally he says... Fuck. That pretty much sums it up for him. He just, he doesn't know what to say about this. Like, I mean, this town was several hundred people, you know, it wasn't the size of Andon, but it's a whole town worth of people that are just gone now. Some of which were his relatives, the people that ran the town.
3: Listen, is there anything else we can do? I mean, we fucking killed those things. They almost killed us, but... um... They had the fucking birds, the
1: dogs, sure whatever was there, ants. Good lord. And, um,
3: we basically we burned it down, didn't we? The whole fucking place? No, I think you guys
0: burned down the houses that they were in. Because there was two of them. And then we left.
3: And then you left. yeah, oh. So we burned down the houses that were they were in, but, um, that's all we can do, man. We don't know where those things came from. Or anything. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> his leather chair creaks as he gets up (laughs) it's it's a new chair
0: (laughs) he's kind of uh like doing the uh the hand on chin thoughtful gesture as he paces around the room a little bit you can hear him kind of muttering to himself he's saying like basically what he's saying is that he is he's heard of these things but he thought they were imaginary he never uh thought he'd see or hear about them in his lifetime kind of thing and Eventually he walks back over to you guys and says, Well, we're gonna have to do something about that town. We can't just let that sit empty. Spring's coming. We'll need somebody over there to plant the fields and whatnot. I think, uh, maybe this is some opportunity for somebody else to find a new home and make their way up in the world. I'll give this some thought and I'll get back to you guys about what we're gonna do here, but, uh. Like, you can tell that he's just, like, this hits this hits home for him. Like, an entire town is just gone, and he's not quite sure how to react to it. He's still putting on a good face for you, but, well, you know, you guys are all chums
3: now. You, you can tell what he's going through. I mean, do we really want to send people back there, not knowing where those things came from? I'd hate to have another town eaten by crazy tentacle beasts. He says, well, I think you guys have killed what was there
0: and usually these things are kind of there and gone. Nobody knows where they come from and nobody knows where they go off to. But, uh, well, it's a good point, Hardmead. We'll give that some thought.
3: <laughs> Maybe we just go there and burn the whole fucking place down and be done with it. Just saying, like, if you're like, hey, uh, you want to start a new town where the old town was? Oh, <laughs> what happened to all those people? Oh, Don't uh, worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> They're on vacation. They left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it, you know, it's a weird, like, fascination for me with stuff like this. Because, like, this happened in, uh like, the Aztec and Mayan cultures and stuff like that. Like, they would just abandon cities. Mm-hmm. Like, and nobody knows why or how. Like, did everybody just walk off? Were they all killed? Were,
3: like, what the fuck happened? Like, this is a thing that's happened. Aliens. We all know it was aliens. Ancient mm-hmm. aliens. Ancient aliens, man. <laughs> Fucking. How do you think they built those pyramids by themselves? Get real. <laughs> have you guys have you guys ever
0: seen Action Bronson and uh the ancient alien thing? No. I'm not going to make you watch it right now, but just google that. It's I'm pretty sure it's Action Bronson and ancient aliens. And there's one they've got Tyler the Creator on there and it's just like six dudes in a room smoking a shitload of weed with a green screen behind him and ancient aliens playing because they're watching it and like <laughs> i think it's right around the, like the nine or ten minute mark in the one that i watched uh that dude tyler the creator is just like man i can't handle these dramatic drops anymore and it's like doom 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 like, <laughs> but what if the aliens never left doom, <laughs> doom, doom, and every time it starts doing that it's like super close-up or, like, zooming close-up on, like, this stoner's face, and they're just like, What?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Anyway, worth the watch. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's about all Aegis has to offer at this point. He is shocked and baffled about this horrific thing that you've described to him, uh, a whole, whole village, you know, hundreds of souls now gone. And uh, he can't really think of anything. Uh, he doesn't have his head on straight enough to like ask you guys any more additional questions about it. So, if you've got any other information you want to offer about it, or any other suggestions, etc., now would be the time. Otherwise, pack up your tent and steal quietly away into the night.
3: I think that's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. Assuming uh, is this a maybe an impolite time to bring up money?
0: I mean, it's up to you if you want to bring it up.
3: I, I wouldn't mention it myself, but. It seems like Yeah, we probably shouldn't, right? He had family that died there.
1: Yeah, pick your battles too. I mean we're wealthy. Yeah. And he pays us pretty regularly. Alright. Like Aegis is over looking out like I'm I'm imagining like a
0: big like uh like a big picture window that he's looking out on the falling snow. And Melvin just looks over at the two of you and like makes the, the <laughs> rubbing fingers together money gesture and like a shrugged shoulder. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the two of you uh, <laughs> are just vigorously shaking your head no <gasps> camera cut to ages <laughs> Hello darkness, my
1: old friend <laughs> <laughs>
2: goes back to M- Melvin money
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: all right well that's uh, fucking irritating I want to be a millionaire song <laughs> <laughs> anyway
1: so, that would day. be way better <laughs> yes
3: anywho so alright well I say we just slink out of here then and uh, we'll catch him another day mm Mm-hmm. he just hears the, the door crack open
0: behind him and, and with like a quarter turn of his head he just kind of vaguely waves and mutters something that you don't quite catch as you leave the room And
1: then he shapeshifts
0: into one of the horrors. (laughs) Very,
3: uh, very, what the fuck is it, Futurama with Mm
1: -hmm. those big
3: aliens with the tentacles and shit. All right, guys, let's, um, go and try to forget about everything that we just did. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, this is some scarring shit, man. Those things were horrifying to behold. So you guys, uh, you make it back to the house and there's Perkins in the in the front door and uh, Grace hears you guys come in and she runs down and gives Roscoe a big hug first and then uh, one for Melvin and one for Kolvik. Perkins says, Melvin, I have a package for you. And he hands you a, uh, a brown paper wrapped package with some string around it. Uh, it's a small rectangular thing and, uh, there's no labeling or anything really on it, just a, just a package.
3: Oh, cool. No return address or anything like that? No
0: return address. No, no it's re-
3: definitely not
0: a bomb. Mm-hmm. Probably
3: not a bomb. Probably not a
0: bomb. Well, let's, uh, let's open it up. What's inside? Let me see. All right, you, uh, you cut that string, you tear off the paper, and you find inside a, uh, a small, heavy rectangle of wood, and painted on the front of it is a squirrel. It is in fact the squirrel painting from Wadsworth. You find attached to the back of it a little note that just says, I could tell this one was your favorite. And then a little dash, Wadsworth.
2: Oh, Wadsworth. Wadsworth. That guy.
3: (laughs) So, I'm sorry, it's a rectangle of wood? So it is a,
0: uh, let's just call it 8 by 10, uh, 8 inches by 10 inches, and then like a a half inch thick like chunk of wood, and the one side of it is painted with uh, the squirrel in nature
1: scene that Wadsworth was quite proud of. Nice. Getting eight inches of wood from Wadsworth, huh? (laughs) That
2: one's staying in.
1: Wink. Oh, it's staying in. That's staying in (laughs) already.
2: If you know what I
1: mean. Wink, wink,
2: wink, wink. Oh,
4: Oh,
2: (laughs) penis. That Wadsworth. Wadsworth. <laughs> get your Wadsworth. <laughs> get your Wadsworth. Yeah.
3: Um, well, I get this uh, just delightful present in the mail, and I think fondly back on the just how calm and relaxed I felt back in in the mansion, sitting there in front of the fire in mm-hmm. a cozy chair with the soup and. Just kind of brings back a, just a l- little short fond memory of of Wadsworth and the mansion. Right on. Little uh, little flashback montage scene with some sweet music playing. Yeah. I mean, I know my friends were being attacked by like wolves with fire in their eyes and shit like that.
0: I mean, you didn't
2: know at the time. I didn't He's, know that. Yeah, yeah. That
3: was that wasn't
0: until after that that came to light. So yeah, you've um, you've got a nice uh, little present here, and everybody kind of admires and you know. Um, Perkins and Grace ask about where it came from and you, know, you you tell them bits and pieces
3: of that little story. That's uh that's about that. Well, I'm going to take this and put it up in my uh in my room. Right on.
0: A quick interruption for just a moment to explain what's about to happen. We decided it would be fun for Sam, who plays Kolvik, to take a turn as dungeon master. Without further ado, I present to you a little glimpse into a much younger Melvin Hardmeat, as presented by Sam.
2: Before we start, um, Melvin, can I have you roll a d20? Oh, do I get to know why? No, not yet. A one. All right.
3: I'm starting this off correctly. Right.
2: Yes, you are can't believe I rolled. <laughs> <laughs> <They're laughs> in, in true Melvin's fashion. Oh, Melvin.
1: We're only students. I'm sure in the future, your roles will get better. <laughs> unless
3: unless one was What <laughs> wonderful. Like an ace? Is it high? Yeah. Is it
2: high? No, it wasn't one? high. <laughs> it was not high at all, the actually. The opposite of high? Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty. It's a gray and cloudy day. But everyone in the region has gathered around the entrance of the Reflection Caverns outside of Kingsbury for the big event of the year. The Regional Golden Trough School Tournament. The entrance of the caverns has a wooden fence to keep the viewers at bay. And inside the fence are the three schools participating in the tournament. They are the, plague- <laughs> the Pig Blisters, bore Sores. And swine growth. <laughs> swine what? Swine growth. Oh. <laughs> also included inside this wooden uh, capture would be the head of security, Maverick Machismo, and headmaster, Octavian Willabaster Sr. Willabaster. That's right. It's a sweet name. For a little history about the tournament, the win has always gone two ways either to the pig blisters or the boar sores. The swine has never won a tournament.
3: Go pig blisters.
2: Go pig blisters! <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, wh- what was the headmaster's name again?
2: Octavium Willabaster Senior. Senior? Mm-hmm.
3: And then what was the security guard's name? Maverick Machismo. Maverick Machismo.
2: Machismo, I guess. Machismo. Machismo.
1: Sure. They're both humans?
2: Yes. Oh, I apologize. No, the headmaster is an elf. A full uh, high elf. Ooh, he's a high elf too. Yes, he is. I'm a high elf. That wisdom saving throw. A 28 is a critical hit on myself. Wow. You will be doing. Outside of this wooden ring, there's a news reporter. It's a halfling news reporter named Charles M. Teller. He works at the King, uh, Kingsbury Tribune, and he starts shouting out, Hey, boys! Boys! Get over here! Get over here for the Tribune! Come here! Hey,
3: okay. Charles. What do you guys do? I... Uh, what do you want, Charles?
2: Hey, Sup guys. Sup, bro? Sup, bro? You guys might know me as the editor of uh, the short stories for Big News. So, guys. But I'm short I stories. <laughs> need, so, I need you. You guys, we're at a big tournament here. I would like to know, who is participating this, this year in the tournament? Sir, Melvin, you are kind of the head runner here. You're a known guy around here. What's your story? Who are you? Guy? Well, uh, I'm Melvin Hardmeat. I, uh,
3: this is my first year at Pick Blisters. I transferred from the WizTech School of Business and MagiShery, uh, And, you know, unfortunately, my credits and uh, turtle tax didn't carry over. So, uh, you know, so, uh, so this, is, this is my first big year at the tournament, and uh, I'm really excited.
2: That is just fantastic! Good news, good news. All right, let's go around the circle here. Uh, who do we have going on next?
0: Before I go into mine, are all three of us are from Pig Blisters, right? Yes. All okay, three so of we're, you not, we're are, not
1: we're not the three schools. We're... You
2: are. Not a, you are from Pig Blisters. You guys are kind of like the head the head of the classes, pretty much. But you're kind of known for other. Th- and are we all competing in this tournament? You are.
0: So bro? My name is Kip Steele. I'm like uh.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> Fascinating.
2: <laughs> Anything else you'd like to tell to the world? It's like uh, it's like this
0: tournament's like, yeah, it's like uh, it's a pretty big deal. I like to thank my dads.
2: Can I do that yet? Do we? Wait, we didn't win. <laughs> thank you. Thank thank you. Fantastic! I'm sure you're going to be a great competitor. Let's go around one more. Who do we have here?
1: I am Hercules Hogleg. <laughs> You've probably heard of my dad. His name's on the building over there. You'd do well to stay out of my way.
2: What's your dad's name?
1: Yeah, what is your dad's name? Horst Hogleg. <laughs>
4: hogleg oh, his hog leg,
1: name is on the horse hogleg library
0: episode 36. Aegis Speechless was released on July 1st, 2018. We ever so hope you'll be back next week for another episode of Vegan. Vegan!
1: Vegan! Vegan! The Vague
4: Adventuring Team! <laughs>
0: Um is is there anything else uh oh,
1: Whoa Jesus Christ. Whoa. That was <laughs> That might be the loudest fart I've ever heard. That was a hippo shit right there, man. Did you spin your tail around while
4: was... <laughs> surprised me <laughs> You <laughs> <He's> startled.
3: <laughs> I was because was I was reaching in that direction, and I'm just like, what? I thought you were like <laughs> move <made> something.